0: Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast today. It's Monday. Moment of silence. You know, because Monday. I'm going to take a couple of moments today and answer some questions from listeners. So I've had several of you starting to leave questions for me for the podcast over at my page on Facebook, which is Heidi St. John the Busy Mom. And so I'm starting to go through those. I also have questions that I received when I was in Carlsbad at North Coast Calvary Chapel, and I'm gonna slowly start addressing those also at the podcast. Uh, And I really wanna know what you guys are interested in talking about. For me, everything is gonna come back to Uh, Whether or not what we are talking about uh, lines up with the Word of God. And so I'm going to direct you back to the Word. But as moms, uh, as parents, as Christians and the culture today, we're dealing with a lot of things. So this week is Inauguration Week. You guys have been listening to me for a while. I'm excited. I'm going to be tuning in and watching that uh, this Friday, January the 20th. And so uh, we're going to be praying. We have been. We prayed this morning uh, for Donald Trump and for the transition team and for there to be a godly appointed judge to the Supreme Court. Oh, you guys, keep praying for that. We need a Supreme Court justice who will not only follow the Constitution, but hopefully who will recognize the value of human life. And so we've been praying for that. I also prayed specifically this morning that um, God would help Donald Trump not to tweet so much. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, it's an interest. These are interesting times in the United States, and I-, I know a lot of you listen from around the world, and I I, I appreciate that, and I appreciate your prayers for uh, the country that I call home right now. So, this is, and I say right now because all of us as believers, right, we're just passing through. The Bible says that this world is not our home; that we seek a city to come. And I don't know about you, but uh, I feel a little bit less at home. I think uh, here on the earth all the time, uh, because I'm so looking forward to what God's going to do for eternity. And he's laid it out in the Bible. So uh, we're looking forward to that as Christians. Uh, I want to remind you, if you live in the area and you have not registered yet for Redeemed, that is the women's event that I'm doing. It'll be uh, the last one that I do like it in the Pacific Northwest. And that is happening on February 17th and 18th here in Vancouver. We have uh, coordinated with a couple of area hotels and you can get great rates right now uh, if you reserve your room. So uh, all, all the information about tickets, hotels and everything can be found at com forward slash redeemed. We are going to have a great time uh, next month In vancouver just talking about what it means to live redeemed. So last year our theme was fearless and we talked about overcoming fear And this year we're going to talk about actually getting out there Uh, Getting out instead of being driven by fear. We're going to live The way god calls us to live and he says that we're redeemed. So we're no longer slaves to fear We uh, we are daughters Of the king of kings and the lord of lords and so we're going to be talking about what it looks like to live that way So I hope that you will I hope that you'll join me for that Also, I know that many of you have been doing the scripture writing challenge. We had a little snafu On our challenge that went out and the wrong january Uh scripture writing went to the printer. So the right one is up on the blog So if you guys are doing the scripture writing challenge and you're noticing wait a second This is dumb (laughs) (laughs) there's a reason for that. It's because I sent the wrong one to the printer uh, for the month of January. So we've actually corrected it and you will be getting a corrected copy. I just wanted to let you know, we are aware of that. Please go to the website and you can download the 2016 version for January. Also, uh, the new one is up there. So the February uh, one for 20, all of actually the entire 2016 is up and there will be a new one for 2017. But for those of you who are working on the printed version, uh, the right uh, version of that, is at the 2016 uh, tab under scripture writing, and I will link back to it today. All right, so I'm scrolling down my Facebook feed and I'm watching your comments. And uh, there's a, a bunch of you have been asking me about why I'm not coming back to Orlando uh, for the homeschool convention. And the reason is really simple, uh, because I've been there for three years in a row. And I think uh, after a while, people need new blood and new voices. And so I'm going to take a year off from that. But I am going to be bringing uh, my women's event to Tampa probably later on this year. So uh, keep I'll keep you posted on that as we, as we make uh, plans and sort of figure out how the rest of the year is going to go. But I wanna address a question that Penny had. So hey, Penny, woman, this is for you. So she said, I think you've touched on this before, but where can I find encouraging thoughts on when to stop having kids? So this is a great topic, it's a great question. I actually addressed a similar question from another listener over at Facebook Live the other day. If you haven't had a chance to look at that, um, head on over there. All those videos are still up at Facebook, obviously. But I think it's a good thing to start always. As believers, we wanna start with what does the Bible say about having ch- children? So we wanna establish what God says about having kids because the culture says that kids are a burden. We have certainly devalued human life in this culture through the practice of abortion and in many other ways, just devaluing human life. But the Bible says that each one of us, when we come into this world, when we, uh, when that egg and sperm come together and create a human being, that human being has a soul and the soul belongs to God. And so the Bible has a lot to say about not only the value of human life, but also the importance of parenting children. Children are um, precious to God. Psalm 127, verse three says, "'Children are a gift from the Lord. "'They're a heritage from him.'" The fruit of the womb is a reward. It's a reward. And I think oftentimes we don't think of children, certainly not in the culture, as a reward. But the Bible says that they are a gift from the Lord. And he actually says, you know, you're blessed. Uh, You know, those of you who are young and you're still having kids, you're blessed if God gives you children uh, when you're young. And it's even a blessing when you're older. I had, uh, that was the next question under here. And I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it. A lot of people ask me how old I was when uh, my husband and I had our last, and I was 41. And one of the best decisions we ever made was to just uh, say yes to the Lord when we both kind of felt that little tug on our heart. But I think we need to have a really strong understanding that what God says about children is true. And children are a blessing. So that means whether you uh, wanted to get pregnant and you ended up with kids or whether you didn't want to get pregnant and you ended up with kids, um, doesn't make any difference to the Lord. He says that your children are a blessing, and and also in Proverbs twenty two, we we are required, instructed, commanded by the Lord to train up our children, to teach them the ways of the Lord, and to talk to them about the things that are happening. That's why I'm always telling you know mothers and dads don't shy away from the things that are happening in the culture. Teach your children how to uh, live. You are. Uh, The first person the first people that are going to influence them So when you when you talk about you know, how many how many kids should we have and this is a discussion that every You know, we all have as married couples. I have several friends I kind of wish dorinda was on the podcast with me because she and I have actually really different Opinions about this. We had different opinions when we were younger. It's interesting. I think as you get older, at least this has been the case for me. Some of my positions on things have softened over the years as I've gotten older, and sort of life schools you, right? And then sometimes uh, we change our mind because we just see something in the word and we go, "Shoot, I, I hadn't considered that. I wasn't thinking about that." And so when someone asks me about how my husband and I decided to have a, a bigger family, and I'll I'll get to that in a second. The first thing I always do is say, listen, you gotta go before the Lord because the person that God is most likely to speak to about whether or not you guys should have more children isn't me, it's you. And God wants to have a personal relationship with you. He wants to walk in relationship with you. So once we believe, once we've established that children are a blessing, so that God says, however they come to you, they're a gift. And God's gonna use children to refine you. I mean, how many of us have figured that out, right? Your kids—they humble you, <laughs> right? They they drive you to your knees. I'm always telling parents if parenting hasn't driven you to your knees, you're doing it wrong. Uh, parenting is a is a sanctifying process, meaning it makes us those of us who know the Lord, it makes us more like more like Christ. And I think that's part of the intent of giving us children, you know, bringing these little babies into the world and training them up in the way that they should go. And so once we've established that that children are a blessing, then the next thing that you need to establish is, does God uh, speak individually to us? And uh, what does he say about um, having children? Does God say, does he talk about birth control? Well, there's a lot of different ways you can look at this. And this is where, um, you know, people ask me all the time, what do you and your husband, what's your opinion about birth control? I think that's a question that we get a lot because, you know, people say, well, are you Mormon? Are you Catholic? You know, (laughs) because we have seven children. So I think people just assume they assume things, and obviously I'm, I'm neither Mormon nor Catholic, uh, but Jay and I have seven kids anyway, and I don't tell people what our personal view is on birth control, because guess what? It's none of anyone else's business. It's between me and my husband, and that's kind of the point I'm trying to make. We, know, we need to take what we know the Bible says to be true, which is that children are a gift from the Lord. He said, be fruitful, multiply, right? And so you could argue that once you've had a baby, you did that. Right. And so now we've entered into what I really believe are areas of personal freedom where you need to go before the Lord and say, Lord, what do you want us to do? But I will say this, you know, in my life and in my husband's life, as we've talked about this, because he came from a family that had two kids. There were seven kids in my family. Um, It's no secret that my husband in his family with two kids was a lot more stable and happier home than mine was growing up. And we had seven children. So. I want to just say something right up front. You you see a family with have, has a lot of kids, that is not a sign that they're more godly. It's just a sign that they had more children more children. Somehow we've equated having children with godliness, and we need to stop doing that because it's not, it should never be a benchmark for how obedient somebody is to the Lord or how much they love them or how godly they are. Uh what as, as fruit is what we're looking for, right? And so you need to bring it before the lord and that's really what jay and I did we we brought it before the lord in prayer And I will never forget I mean, uh, our first baby was a huge surprise. We were both still in college and we weren't you know, like a lot of young married people We weren't planning on having a family right away. And I remember just looking at my husband and going Okay So my mom was right. It really does work that way <laughs> You know And uh, we were blessed With savannah after being married for just two years but over the course of our marriage of nearly 28 years of marriage and of the of the years that we were having children we took those those um it was a, like a desire that the lord really gave us. And so we took it before the Lord, Lord, is this you? And so sometimes we struggle, right? Because one spouse wants to have more children and the other one doesn't. And so then there's tension in the marriage. And so one of them tries to make a you know a biblical argument for why they're right and the other one's wrong. And honestly, you guys, in all my years of studying the word, I just, I don't see it. I don't see a clear cut case for that argument. But you can definitely make a clear case where God says children are a blessing. He said, be fruitful and multiply. He said uh, to train up your children. He said that that marriage is his gift, that sex is from him. And we wanna honor all of those things because God says to honor them. At the same time, we wanna be sure that the devil doesn't come in and drive a wedge between a husband and wife or for heaven's sake, that we don't allow him to do it between friends, right? I have seen uh, friendships, be completely obliterated over this idea of, of birth control, which is um, borders on the ridiculous, because God wants to to speak to us individually. And so I guess that's really what I want to sort of leave you with today is just this idea that children are a blessing. If God is late, I never talk <laughs> I never talk people out of having babies. I'm always I'm always telling people like the best thing that Jay and I have done, one of the very best things about our life, is our family. But I won't lie to you; it's a lot of work. And as they get older, uh, the work is actually, it seems like it, it increases in some areas and, in, and decreases in others, but it's a huge responsibility. And if the Lord's laying it on your heart to have more kids, I just want to encourage you, pray about it. Um, and God will give you a peace. That's what you're looking for. You want to listen for that still small voice, for the peace of God that passes understanding and to be on the same page as a husband and wife. I want to just encourage you to come before the Lord in prayer. Like I always do, take it, Take it to the Lord in prayer and say, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Because now we know how you feel about children. We know that you love them. We know that they're a blessing. What does that mean for us? For some of you, it means adoption. For some of you, the Lord is saying, These are, there are foster kids that need to be taken care of. Some of you are feeling that tug on your heart. And in fact, I have a, a friend of mine who I'm gonna see if I can get her to come on the podcast who has been a foster mom for many years. Um, I, am, I know so many Christian moms Who are foster moms and god is doing a work in their heart for the next generation and really that's what we're doing Right is we're having an impact on the next generation So if if you feel that gentle tug from the lord I want to encourage you don't turn it into a legalistic thing turn it into a joy thing Come before the lord and say lord. I think I hear your voice. So, uh Speak to me about it. And he will. You can trust him. All right, you guys. Don't forget the scripture writing challenges up at the blog. You can find it at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. You can also find my schedule. I'm gonna be all over the country again in 2017. And in the fall of 2017, we have a huge book tour that we are planning. And so we'll be announcing those cities pretty soon. Someone asked the other day if we are coming to Texas, and the answer is yes. We will be in Texas, in Indianapolis, in New York, in Florida in Tennessee, and uh, possibly in Oregon. So we're going to keep you guys posted, and we appreciate your prayers. Don't forget to leave a review for us over at iTunes, and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.